a mirror. Remember, remember when we used to have a podcast and 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 we used to joke about how we didn't know how to run it. Still don't know how to run it. I'm like a pirate. <laughs> You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from your semi-occluded vocal tract, have you practiced today? Sarah! Hello! Sarah! Sarah! There was a song about that in the 80s. It was the 80s. It was a strange time. Every once in a while, someone will sing a song at me that has my name on it. It does not happen as often as one might think. My kids get really annoyed when I just start singing their names in random songs. Like, Sleigh Bells Ring, Charlie Perna. I was going to say, I could see Charlie in particular getting really annoyed by that. Like, more than Olivia. Like, I could see Olivia getting annoyed because Charlie got annoyed. She just ignores me. She wanted to me. be like Charlie. No, she ignores me. Olivia just ignores right me. Too. That seems right, too. Teenager, since age, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that is precisely it right there, oh, Sarah. Yeah. I, I 100% believe it. That is... Uh, so much sass. Just holy forever cow. and always. Anywho, Sarah, I feel like we haven't done this in forever. I know, even though it's only been like... Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. No, it has to be longer than that. No, I don't think so, because last weekend was the last weekend of Thanksgiving, and the week before that, we recorded um, the middle... Yeah, but how long has it been since it's just been us? Oh, a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been a while. It's been more than two weeks, I know that. Yeah, I think it's been maybe more than a month. It probably has. We've had a lot... I mean, honestly, over the last year even we've had so many guests oh my it's crazy gosh. that it's been a year now because in my head i'm like well it really started in january and my brain for some reason is like six months and then my brain also goes mm, nope that is a year right that's crazy yeah i mean golly it's just and we had no clue what was coming for us holy cow and that's one of the reasons that i left the um so vocal fam I, I promise we actually know we're recording. We're not just having a conversation. We, are, we, are, we actually are having just having a conversation. This is very vintage vocal fry. This is vintage. Speaking of vintage vocal fry, vocal fam, uh, I hope you've all enjoyed the clip show. I did. I made the mistake. Well, so I finally had time to listen to it today. And I just like put it on. I'm like getting ready to teach and stuff. And then next thing I know, I had feelings. And it was a mistake. <laughs> And it's funny, I went through highs and lows. I mean, I had moments where I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm listening to this before I'm teaching. Like, I really needed to, like, hear these things again. I had moments where I was laughing where I was like, ah, I remember these. (laughs) But then by the end, I was like, I miss my friends. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, yeah, Perna Perna took some low blows there maybe a couple of times. Right? There were just a few spots where I was like, oh, man. I miss this. I'm, no, I can't think about it too much. Or else but, uh, Y'all don't need that. But I just, you know, it was, Michael was saying, it was crazy to think about how many classic vocal, at least what we think of as vocal fry moments. Like you and mm-hmm. he and I, 
how many classic vocal fry moments, or if you're a listener to this show since the beginning, how many classic moments there were like in the first eight episodes. Yep, that seems right. Well, that's because we just <laughs> were, we had no idea what we were doing. We were just kind of rambling along, and it was just typical like conversations between you me and michael you know it helped that at that time in that time period we also were like living together not like living together in the same house like living together (laughs) you all were in school yeah we we saw each other a lot a lot and so a lot of times it was like a continuation of conversations of the mess that had gone in class yeah i mean yeah right and uh good time yeah it is that was crazy to me to be like whoa is that or especially like when we got to the things that had happened with leah i was like stop was that only season two like are you kidding me has it been that long that's crazy i so that was the other bad i'm putting up my christmas tree today uh i put up the rest of my christmas the weekend before thanksgiving but the tree i had to get from memphis because last year we didn't have a tree it's fake one. Oh, Last okay. year we didn't have a tree because like, we were in an apartment. You went it, to Memphis to get it. A- yep. And I drove it all the way back from the... No, 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 no. My mom stored the tree for me last year Got when we lived it. in an apartment and had no storage. Got it. All that being said, I had not had a Christmas tree since I lived with Leah. And the last time I decorated, like, all of a sudden I was having flashbacks to decorating the Christmas tree with Leah there and taking the, like, Christmas picture where it was me, Jamie, and Aria and then Leah's in the background <laughs> yeah, so it just like listening to that while doing the tree, and I like who so many emotions. Well, like, I love that I was able to work Jamie onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made him listen to that a little bit. It was lovely reminiscing that and yeah. um, having our little outtakes with, with Leah. Yeah, and uh, you know we had to work Star Wars in there and had a little bit of everything. The only. Was there a Doctor Who moment? I didn't include any Doctor Who. I know. And Star I... Trek was new for 2020. So That's like true. Since you were keeping it a little more like in the past, it yeah. really would have been more Doctor Who. But you you did um in your you did reference Doctor Who in my at my wedding. <laughs> So that's right. yeah, oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. so it was Doctor Who. Yeah, there was the that's quote. That's right. Which, the wedding blessing is in there. That's right. That's the crazy thing is I was listening to that and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like that's, it's funny. Going into my wedding, I was like, no, why are y'all gonna podcast my wedding? This is crazy. But that's like weirdly been one of my favorite things to have from that day. Um, we didn't have like a videographer or anything like that. Yeah, but you have and all I'm your friends even, wishing you the best on a stupid the thing, podcast. It's like, I'm not even sure we would watch a video, but like the podcast, it's my friends, specifically our close friends. And the podcast is something dear. I'm going to get all emotional. Guys, this is great. I'm sorry. Y'all probably don't even care about this. Well, uh, anyway, so, you know, it, it brings me actually into something. Uh, uh, that I wanted to talk about today. I, I, there are a couple things I wanted to talk about today. But, you know, the obviously Nats and our dear Natscast partners, and Natscast is a 2020 thing. We're not even a year into that yet. It's, this Can we talk long, about that? This has been the longest year. Can we talk about the fact that Natscast is not 12 months old yet? How is that possible? That feels like it was 12 years ago. I, this has been the longest year Ever. Ever. I think. So anyway, um, but, you know, um, d- just thinking about uh, 
Nats, um, right now, the Fight the Fatigue campaign, um, you know, just trying to say to our, our friends and our family, like, you know, look, if you need help, reach out. You know, we are, we are all here for each other. Taking care of yourself is, self-care is, is, is a good thing. It's huge. It's huge. I wanted to say a few things uh, just about that. Um, actually to the vocal fam as words of encouragement because and I'll just start with this just I, I know that I don't want to dwell on this the whole episode uh, just to seem like two idiots reminiscing about old times but that's what we are most of the time anyway right. that's a very Christmassy thing Christmas is a time for nostalgia and reminiscing which is why I dropped it. I was like this is our holiday it's a time even though by the way vocal fam December 19th there's a very special Christmas vocal fry that I'm not going to say any more than to tease it that I'm so excited. There's a very special Christmas vocal fry coming to so you in two weeks. Excited. I'm so excited. Two weeks. Very Christmas vocal fry Christmas version volume four. Um, four. I was gonna say, I feel like we do something every Christmas. Where we we're do like, something ah, every Christmas. We have a Christmas special. We always do a Christmas ah. special. That was just the clip show was our holiday special. Vocal Fry Christmas is in two weeks. Mm. Right. Any, anyway, but that's a different thing. Um, but the clip show was meant to be like nostalgia-y and just like a good time, you know, because we all just need, we need, we need a minute, Happy. right? Yeah. Because let's just, you know, admit it. You know, it's funny, Vocal Fam. Like, two of our most downloaded episodes, I was thinking about this when I was sharing this with Sarah and Michael, like, two of our most downloaded episodes are from this year, and I remember I was so depressed while we recorded them. Like, mm-hmm. I almost don't even remember recording, recording them. Recording them? Uh... And like low latency summer, which is now our second, I think, most downloaded episode ever. That's crazy. I was so depressed that day. And yet vocal fam, it just goes to show you also, I doubt any of you would have picked up on that. But that's part of the point of the fight the fatigue campaign. You don't have to mask it. Masking is exhausting. And but also a lot of us, you may not know who in your community is hurting right now. Yeah. Because there yeah. are there are there are a lot of people really hurting right now. And I, I wanna encourage you if you're if you're really hurting and you're having just really trouble processing life or you're having any kind of suicidal ideation, beyond just reaching out to us, please reach out to a professional. Get mm. yourself to see a, a, a professional. And I don't mind saying this at all because I'm not embarrassed by it, but but I, I entered therapy myself a, a, about a month ago and um it's it's been very good and um a a thing that was you know just sort of overdue in my life and so i'm just saying vocal fam that i'm here with you um i'm happy to talk to you as a friend and just you know share my own experience but i'm not also not a mental health professional nor are is vocal fry qualified to to help you with your mental health from a professional standpoint but we're happy to chat i'm happy to listen but we're happy to be here here as listeners yeah but and reach so anyway but but all that to say what i wanted to say about this is not that i just wanted you to, to know vocal fam that this is we're all dealing with this right it's it's all 2020 it's been the great equalizer man. it's been the great equalizer in a lot of ways right the pandemic the kids the kids at my school uh, at the lower school did a project called pop art and they were supposed to 
do the art style, but they made it. They each got to pick something that they felt like represented 2020 to them. Oh gosh! And Was the it crazy all a coronavirus virus little. Well, I would say a third of them were masks. Oh, sure. But the crazy thing, I would say half of them was literally just 2020. They literally just did the number. They were like, yep, 2020. That is the most 2020 thing. It's literally just 2020, man. 2020. 2020, man. We had some, there were a few little scattered things. Um, Don't make me go 2020 on you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that, but that's the thing. I, I chuckled. I was like, it's funny. It's a little sad. <laughs> it's a lot. But 2020. 2020, just, man. It's been a beast. So anyway, I've anyway. been thinking about this, particularly alongside of the Nats Fight the Fatigue campaign. And I want, I want to, there, are, there are two specific elements that I want to bring out. One involves community, and the other involves... Well, community, but from a different perspective. Okay. I think one of the easiest things right now, particularly in the time of social distancing um, and uh, obviously necessary social distancing, Mm -hmm. is still finding avenues for community. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that honestly... um, that there are multiple ways to go about this. Um, But I remember when um, Michelle and Kristen were on the podcast, Mm. right, right when the pandemic was starting. Yeah. In fact, it might've been even the day after D day. It might've been March 14th. I think we, I think it was, it was very close to that. I was going to say, I wonder if I can, Fine. Uh, probably um, too much work. But anyway, we had Michelle Marquardt DeVoe on and Kristen um, Coffey Rondo on the last time to talk about Speakeasy Cooperative and their joint presentation at Nats. But, you know, when I think of like the community that they've created for independent voice teachers, I remember something that Michelle and, and Kristen were talking about, which is that, you know, a lot of times independent voice teachers don't have the water cooler. Remember they were saying about that? That they yeah. don't really have like the mail yeah, room. Yeah, where you just get or to the, talk. Where you, it's like, isolating. Like, like particularly that like academics take advantage of like a lot of time. You could just sit and either have lunch together or, mm-hmm. you know, just have a cup of coffee. Or like when y'all go like at MC, Mysterio's office. Right, but we don't, are, we don't even do that anymore. That's true. Y'all don't have that anymore. It, we released it on March 21st, by the way, which would make me think that we did probably record it on March 14th. Uh, no, we would have recorded it that we recorded them on a Monday, so it would have been the oh. uh, 16th. Yeah, so pretty close. Yeah. Um, but but I'm just thinking about thinking about this idea that one of the big things that they were doing, and shout out to them, shout out yeah. to Speakeasy Cooperative. Um, if you are an independent teacher, it's a great community of where they talk about things like business strategies, they talk about pedagogy, they talk about all kinds of stuff in that community. There is a pay to join because you know Michelle wanted there to be an, a buy-in for anybody who was a part of it. But I've, I've been thinking about that community and, and just thinking about this idea of community today. We've all, in a way, kind of become independent voice teachers, haven't we? A little bit, a little bit. Uh, I mean, you know, because even if we're in person are we really in person well it's so limited there's no encouragement to really stand around and kind of talk like you're saying to have that kind of fellowship that time where you're speaking 
you, you basically come in, go straight to your office where you stay as distanced as possible and then go home. You know, and I've been thinking about that a lot. I would not have, and this is just a shout out to these individuals. Um, I have been very grateful for uh, continued conversations with you and Michael at times mm -hmm. when we've had those opportunities to, to chat this year. Um, and I know we've all had our own struggles through, through all, you know, just as all of us, I think every single human on the planet has had their struggles through this year. Yeah. You know, so don't think that, you know, anytime I'm mentioning any of this, that it's like, oh, well, we just had a great, you know, whatever. And ever, 2020 has been perfect. And just, you know. No, I, I will freely admit that the last, honestly, for me, it's been probably a year and a half now has been difficult. Right. And I think all of us as people in general go through seasons. Mm -hmm. But 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 2020 sort of, again, the great equalizer has just been a season for Hard all of for us. for everybody. Yeah. And I, I just want to also just give a shout out to my work group, um, to, to Ian Howell and Kayla Godero and Chadley Ballantyne and Josh Glasner and for, for, for the work that, not, not only the work that we did, but just how we were connected. just sort of connected and there for each other through, through a lot of this. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, like, it, well, well, everybody in that group also has their own, you know, significant other or spouse. And you obviously have a spouse and I have a spouse mm -hmm. and whatever. And, and we're thankful for those people. And that's a different kind of connection. But I'm talking more about it's been harder to have the professional connections in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting, you know, to think about that. I actually think that early on in the pandemic, and it's crazy to say that this was early on in the pandemic now, but like, yeah. but like Nats National was a good thing for a lot of people because it provided a lot of community in the month of June. That is crazy to think of that as, especially when you say early on, like I remember when they were trying to decide what to do, me being like, oh, that's so far away. Like, even though I knew logistically it wasn't so far away, I was like, that's so far off. And now I'm like. And yet it wasn't. And yet. Now it's further away from them when we were talking about I was going to say, that. history would say, oh yes, early in the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But I just want to encourage you out there, all of you, I know that, for example, any organization has its problems, right? Yeah. Can we just say that? Can we own that? Because people got problems. Right. Um, and there is no, on the planet, there is no perfect organization. And I like to compare things like this to families. And I was thinking about this in regards to that Star Wars episode when we did our 100th episode a year ago. Mm -hmm. And we all had different thoughts about Rise of Skywalker. And I, and I, compared, and I, compared, us, I compared that. And I, I used a little of that clip on the clip show. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed where you cut it off. I was like, this is where the best. <laughs> we keep this brief. <laughs> but, but just thinking about this idea that... Um, don't look for community necessarily just to be an echo chamber, although that can be a good thing too. But I think we all need community right now just to have somebody to just shoot ideas off of and be there for. And like, mm -hmm. like the communities that I've been very thankful for this year, obviously my work group, obviously the vocal fry community itself, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you and Michael, 
I've, yes, I've been, I've been thankful for some local friends. I mean, I think we all have certain, obviously, acquaintances yeah. we're talking to still, whether that's via Zoom or whether that's via text message or whether that's via Soundjack or whether that's via Live Live or whatever, whatever it is, uh, or whether it's in person outside, you know, a lot of outdoor gathering kind of things still happening. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad the weather stayed as nice as it did for as long as it did. Me too. I've been very grateful for that as well because yeah. um, we had a group of friends specific. We, we have a small group from our church that we were still gathering outdoors socially distanced and and whatever until about two weeks ago or three weeks ago yeah um you know and and uh, but also i'm just thinking also about community i'm also thinking of nats I'm, I'm thinking of the nats community and those of us who are you know really plugged in in nats and listen if you're not plugged into nats and you're a listener to this show i just want to say Again, no organization is perfect. Don't expect an organization to be perfect. That's the wrong expectation. But the more you get involved with Nats, the more community you will find. That's what I want to say to everybody. And um, obviously, there are good communities that you can be a part of, even on Facebook. I know social yes. media is a double-edged sword, and I get it. Sure it sure is. It, there's, no, there's no doubt about it that... There's been plenty of difficult things on social media in 2020. Can we just own that up front? Okay. Yeah. But I also think of what a great community the new forum for professional voice teachers is on Facebook. Well, and it's just been funny to see because, geez, I guess I joined it really when it first started. You had yes. kind of had us join that. And to watch it grow from something that was much more questions and I would really say probably over the course of the pandemic I felt like it it really became a community where you know you there are those people that post now of course that's not me I'm a lurker in most social media Sarah things. listen folks listen vocal fam Sarah's watching I was gonna say if you if you see that I joined something and you're like oh, she doesn't even pay attention oh I do Sarah's I'm there. there I'm in the distance just checking it out but all that being said she just saves her comments for this giant platform <laughs> She would rather the whole world know how she feels about things. No, I, I don't comment on all the things I see on there. but Neither do be, I. Right. Um, but I, it's been funny to see kind of the sense like of actual community growing there where they make references to previous posts or people that post commonly or people that seem to have connected and the networking that's happened on that forum has been like, that's just been funny for me to watch. Like, funny not in like a, a ha-ha or weird, but yeah. it's been... Nice. Interesting. So One of the nicer things. So shout out to all, all the moderators, including sort of the lead moderator, Dan Mitten, for, for the, yeah. that community. And I, I think that's, an, again, just an important thing. Um, whatever your sense of community is, I think one of the most dangerous parts about where we are right now, especially if you're anything like me, vocal fam, I can isolate with the best of them. Like I can, I can, I, I can isolate yeah, I'm, I feel that. I'm real good at it. I feel that. Like, I can be Captain America standing by myself with a half-broken shield, <laughs> standing up against Thanos' hordes, and I'll I strap wish, the dumb shield on. I wish I had recorded the noises that some people, who will go unnamed, made during that scene. And then I could play them over and over <laughs> times like this. 
That's one of my largest regrets is that right well, there. Well, I had to go back and cover that on the clip show. I know. I had I to know. go back over and say that I, I embarrassed know. everyone, all of the nine people who were with us that night. I embarrassed all of them. Yep. <laughs> no denying that. Literally none. It's fine. Like, everybody, I think, at some point screamed it, but, like, Yeah, but when Cap, when, Cap, when Cap called Milnir back, I jumped out of the chair. Oh, yes, definitely. Loudest noise in the theater, like, without doubt. Again, I wish I had, if I had just known, if I, Marvel, like, you couldn't have let me know so I could have had my camera rolling. I mean, not on the screen. I'm not going to steal that from you. It would have been on people. Don't worry. Have you ever anyway. actually seen the one that the Russo brothers released? Of the original screen? When they snuck into yes. a theater? Yes. I, I've seen that, and I love that, because, like, I get, and every time I watch that, you have that same sense of excitement of, like, yeah! I loved, um, back to the clip show, when, when you had us watching the trailer for... That's one of my favorite Star. vocal fry moments ever. Like, all of us just, like, oh! Like, and just hearing the music, I was like, ah! I remember how excited I was! It's one of my favorite vocal fry moments Amazing. ever. Us watching that Endgame trailer. Tra- we were so shocked. Remember how shocked we were that day? Oh, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were uh, so we shocked. We several trailers on the podcast. Yeah, but that one, like that day, we didn't think we were going to get any new information until the movie and came out. boom! And then it was like, we got information about half the movie in one shot. Yeah, I remember us being like, so, uh... <laughs> so, what else is left for this what movie? What else is happening in this movie? And then, of course, we go, and, like, everything basically happened in the first, you know, ten minutes, and we're like... What is this movie that? about? What is this movie about? Oh, what, it's where a, do we... What, this oh, is like it's, it's, it's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> well, it's, it's, good, it's Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Hey, not mad. And then it was until the last hour where it became a comic, it, the most comic booky movie of all comic booky which movies. Which is fine by me. Right. Um, so anyway, all that to say, Vocal Fam, as the holiday season is upon us, and listen, we are also in the darkness of winter. I just want to say, if you it's want depressing. to reach out to someone who understands, please feel free to contact me through my social media, through my email, through my facebook through my instagram through whatever through the podcast i don't care if you need but if you also if you need professional help please there are good online counseling services now as well and i wanted to say a last thing about that before we move on because we are covering what has freaking happened on the mandalorian and discovery today yeah wait okay okay so before we do that I've, i've caught up with discovery except for this week's Oh, holy crap. Okay. I haven't seen this but week's discovery. But you saw you saw last week's. I saw last week's. So and you've seen I'm caught up on the Mandalorian. You've seen Vulcans. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, um, I have. But before before we get there, uh, I want to say one more thing about this. Okay. One of the things that was sort of a driving theme as our work group worked through all the low latency stuff. Um one of, I guess it was Ian's sort of themes was learn once, do once, teach once. And I think that's a thing for this moment when it comes to sort of fighting the fatigue and, and, and this idea of our own mental health. You can't, and this was part of the Nats thing too. You can't pour into something if you're empty. And I've, in my, yes, vocal fam, Perner does read the Bible every morning as part of my meditating process of centering myself. In my reading right now 
of my year-long plan. I'm, I'm in, in the New Testament of the Bible, reading a bunch of Paul's letters to the early Christian churches. Cool. And um, I'm, uh, I was really uh, reminded of the relationship between, of, of that Paul had with, with Barnabas, another apostle, and, and also Silas, and then, of course, Timothy, his younger colleague. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember that, that Paul had people who were both pouring into him and that he was then pouring p- into other people. And I just think this idea really reflects what we all need right now with, uh, with community. We need people who are pouring into us to help us not be dry and empty. And we need to be doing a thing ourselves so that we can then pour into our students as well. And I guess that was really what I wanted to say in the end with this whole conversation about community was the reason we need it is not just for our own non-isolating but and again we vocal fry fully understands that we can't do this in person that this needs to be virtual it needs to be in different ways than we've ever done it and we're fully supportive of that listen i'm i i I got it but if if you live in a nice enough part of the world where you can still be outside and you know have a whole bunch of space i remember there was one saturday this semester where two of my coworkers and i got together at one of their houses sat about 20 feet apart outside and drank some diet cokes you know (laughs) well Anyway, um, you know, and, and, and like point just being get yourself some pouring into yourself, take care of yourself. Self care is not something that we even have the option to do right now. It's that we all need to do it. And even if that's just going back and listening to the vocal fry clip show one more time, Just to remember how absolutely absurd and ridiculous this podcast has been. Has been? been. Yeah. Because, as I said in my bumper, the writers of this show had no idea what they were doing in season one. I mean, do we now? No. Well, (laughs) we have a better idea than we did four years ago. That's true. I'll I'll give us that. Um, But uh, anyway, Vocal Fam, know know that the Vocal Fam is here for you. The vocal fam is here for you. Okay. All that being said, I really wanted to talk about some super important events that have happened on our two shows this fall. Yeah. A lot has happened. Holy smoke in a candle. It's like they both had just kind of been like, yeah, like they went along. And all of a sudden they were like, whoa, warp speed or whatever, you know. Holy tamole. All right. So, vocal fam, we're going to give you some spoilers. So, if you're not up to date on The Mandalorian or Star Trek Discovery, this would be the point to sign off and go catch up on The Mandalorian and Star Trek Discovery. I need to watch this week's Discovery. Can (laughs) I just say one thing I'm really excited about? Two things that I'm really excited about, though, leading into... Oh, the mail's here. Two things that I'm really excited about uh, leading into the holiday season, though. Yes. Before we deal with these two. And Always. just so you know, Vocal Fam, we are going to sort of have even more Mandalorian and Discovery coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm really excited about the fact that I get to see Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day. I'm pumped. I'm I don't, I've got to figure out a way to do it because oh, I don't have that. you don't have, have HBO. That. I don't. But I imagine that we will, I mean, it'll be Christmas Day, so we will probably see 
one of our families who I think both have HBO. Got it. Well, we have HBO now because of all the old Doctor Who. Ah. So, anyway. All right. Um, Also, super excited about the New Year. Speaking of Doctor Who. Super excited about the New Year's Day special. It's going to be and, intense. And I have this very strange feeling. They may have gone back and done some re-edits and some reshoots of some things. Because Just based because on their social media, this episode, they, they had already shot the episode in 2019. Before. They shot this episode in fall of 2019. Yes, because they, they shot it when they filmed the rest the of last the season. season. It, was the, yeah. it was the last thing in their production block, but... I'm one, I agree. I wonder if they went back Speaking and like... Speaking of, have you heard the big the big thing that's happening in that? No. Okay, Sarah, you're not going to want to go in like without Without tissues. knowing? Oh, no. Oh, what, what is supposed to be happening? I can't tell you because I know what's happening. They've announced it. They're not even keeping it a secret. Mm, so if I just Google it, I'm going to There are know. two companions leaving. No! Is it going to be Graham? No! 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 I, I, I... I can't see... I haven't found who yet, guys. So if you're wondering, oh, did she see who? Because she's screaming no, no, no. Apparently, Jody broke down and had to be carried off the set after that particular actor did their final scene. Bradley Walk. Okay. But does that mean that we'll get Yazteen? I love Graham. Saying. Anyway. Very upset. Anyway, um, sorry, Vocal Fam, if that was a spoiler, but it's just all over social media at this point. If you follow any Doctor Who whatsoever. Yeah, and I do. I don't know how I... Well, I know how I It's that, all but. over social media. Yeah. I, they're I'm, not even trying to... I know, I know how I miss. It's not a surprise. It's, it's that I've been missing from social media. <laughs> they're not even trying to be I'm so upset. Anyway. All right. Here we go. So if you've not kept caught... If you're not caught up on The Mandalorian, which includes Chapter 14, The Tragedy... Yeah, it you was a tragedy. Stop listening now. And if you're not caught up on Star Trek Discovery, at least through going to Navarre, yeah. you should stop listening. Right now. Okay. I'm very upset. Most importantly, what do we think about Ahsoka Tano? Oh, she is so cool. <laughs> I love her. Is she the most beloved character universally in all of Star Wars? Honestly, maybe. I like like I'm other than maybe. Like honestly, I hate to say this, but maybe other than Grogu, like <laughs> we, we'll yeah, talk about true. in a second. But like, like is she the most beloved character in the Star Wars universe? Potentially, and I'm glad. I was mildly concerned seeing her in live action, but like, oh, oh, no, perfect, lived up to every expectation. I could and it have wasn't had. like it wasn't like we saw her in in druid robes and then like yeah. we had to wait for her to do anything no 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 no. she comes in like <laughs> she came in on a one person assault on a city and she was rocking it full jedi yeah love her lightsaber yeah oh my gosh and the way they did her head it was, I, it was so, so good it was so because that's part of what i was worried about was seeing oh. like how does that translate really well um, it was just so, so good. 
I love her. Loved that episode. Oh my god. A little gosh. while. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm being asked how much longer. <laughs> anyway, so loved Ahsoka, who, yeah. again, I think arguably is the currently the most beloved, universally beloved character, maybe in the Star Wars universe. Potentially. Um, I love her. Oh my love gosh. Her. And can we just talk about her first confrontation with Din Djarin? No. Setting up like the Mandalorian as the Jedi's equal? Yeah, I I thought that was fantastic. I mean, because you just, you just didn't know I was going to go. And I think before that, you might be thinking, or at least I was going into it as like Mandalorian, probably like a little below, like who can be the Jedi's equal, but... Mandalorian and full Beskar. They, was, they seemed to think they, were, they could go toe-to-toe. I and also I like, didn't know that Beskar could resist a lightsaber. Yeah, I didn't either. I, which I think is going to come in handy, but I like how we're really going oh, you deeper mean, oh, into I see the, what you're saying. Uh-huh. yeah, I like how we're going in deeper into kind of like the Mandalorian, like as a religion, the backstory between the two sects, like the Mandalorians, like the nationality and then the like almost, I guess, cult. So just certainly the end of this show is Din Djarin standing on the throne of Mandalore, reestablishing Mandalorian culture. I mean, that would be really cool. With another Mandalorian standing right beside him, except coming out of his Beskar are two ears. Oh! Certainly that's the end of this show, Maybe. right? Maybe. I don't know. Certainly that's the end of this show. He's so little right He's a foundling. Now. I know. Just like well, he Din Djarin. Who would be a very little one right now? But I mean, with he'd have ears to grow- out of his helmet. Maybe, maybe. Just saying. So okay. Can we talk about like- the eggs for a second? Going back yeah. a few episodes, I loved it. I loved, I loved it. Loved it. it was Baby a little Yoda. weird. And he's eating eggs. Then he's eating a little like cookie, like a little uh, macaron. He just it, like won't use his Jedi powers except in the pursuit of snacks of food. He's like, I want those cookies. The boy's like, No, I don't give. He's like. Give me the cookies. <laughs> Give me those I eggs. Take them. I'm going to get those yeah, eggs. Yeah, or the eggs. I'm like, oh my gosh, baby, you to stop eating. And I feel like <laughs> that is like the perfect, like, I love that episode because it was so apparent in a toddler. Stop eating that. Right. Get that out of your mouth. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, um, I loved that. Okay, so now back to Ahsoka. Let's talk about the name. What do we think? I keep forgetting it. Grogu. I know, I keep I keep wanting to call him something that that's not the right name. It would be like offensive to some people. It's been my favorite, uh, you know, old friends Joey meme is <laughs> grow, grow, goo, goo, grow, goo, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah, I'm definitely still calling him Baby Yoda most of the time because so is most Yoda. of the world. Yeah, I'm like Grogu. Where'd y'all come? Who was in there? I was like, okay, guys, okay, this is a big task because I mean, everybody calls him Baby Yoda. We tried to call him the child. That didn't work. Can I just say we're name. all glad it's not Yiddle? Yikes. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> Yiddle. Well, Yaddle. I mean, we got Yodel. Yoda, Yaddle. Had Yaddle. it been Yiddle? Yiddy. Or Yiddy? Yuzel. Yazel. <laughs> nah, that would have been terrible. Terrible. Um, Grogu, like, it's growing on me. <laughs> growing on me, ah. Grogu. Ah. I still call him Baby Yoda. Uh, he doesn't seem like a Grogu to me, but holy cow! Well, I was ad- I was ex- I was just excited by. I was excited to get a name, if that makes sense. Yes. And I don't hate it. I'm just like, 
but Baby Yoda. Okay, so sure, then, sure, Grogu, but Baby Yoda. Obviously, this week during the tragedy, <sighs> I had, okay, the Razor Crest some... is destroyed. Yeah, that's gone. Let's talk about that for a second. Bye. Got the ball. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Jamie literally was in the process of being like, "Why are they not just destroying his ship?" And then, boom, we we're like, "Up, oh, mm, well, okay, mm. they took care." Check. Mm-hmm. And mate. Yeah. Yeah, um, for real. Uh, can um, we talk about Boba Fett? Boba Fett? I was going to say, are we not going to address Boba Fett? Whoa. So, like, already super awesome with his, like, staff and just in the robes. But then he puts his arm back and he's like, like, watch out, world. And then had made a vow to protect the child. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to. And so, like, there's a Mandalorian dream team sort of being formed. Yes, And I was yes, thinking about, is. not, um, sorry, Michelle Michelle Yao is the one on Discovery. What, what's the actress's name oh, in, in Mandalorian who plays? I forget. She was Mulan. Um, she really? Um, Let's see. I'm not going to, I'm not going to know. I'm terrible at names. Uh, but I can try and pull it up. Um, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen, that's her name. I'll buy that. Oh, yep, you're right. Um, finally found her. So anyway, uh, she, you know, she's great too, and oh my kind gosh. of the equivalent fighting style of um of of uh uh the character from Rogue One. Or yeah, what was his name? I haven't watched. Oh, Rogue the boy. One so no, the 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 Asian so, actor, Donnie, whatever his name was. Oh. I'm one with the force. The force is one with me. I'm one with the yes. force. The force is one with me. She has a very similar fighting style to him. True. Oh, what was his Which name? Which makes me wonder if she is also if if she may at Shirit some point. Imway, I wonder if she at some point we do, that we don't know about yet had been actually a protector of Kyber. I mean, um, that would be an sense. interesting little piece of lore yeah. that they could work in to tie in Rogue One. Thought it was cool. They, I mean, she has the like cyber. Since Favro is obviously all about making this so clearly one universe. Yes. Okay. Which that, I love. Now there's two bits of speculation that we need to get to. Okay. One, who's the Jedi who rescued Grogu from the temple? Two. Is there a Jedi he was communing with and who's yeah. coming for him and who is that? I, there are great speculation over both of these points and I'm interested to hear that. your take. I, having just watched it this morning, I actually have no speculation yet. Okay. Literally none. Um, you watched last week's and this week's this morning? You watched Ahsoka and the tragedy this morning? I watched the tragedy this morning. So you watched the Jedi last week. Yes. But I mean, that's where she was saying that, like, oh, that somebody had somebody taken him rescued from, him. Rescued. Um, oh no, I watched that this past week. It hadn't been like a whole week. It's it's like I watched one yesterday. So there's and one today. The, Sorry. so Ahsoka said that there was someone who rescued him from the purge from Order sixty six. Yeah. Obviously. And then there's someone who they were speculating that he was just communicating with this week on the rock. Which would make sense. He obviously seemed to connect, but I I currently don't have a theory yet. Okay, so give me time. So best theories for who rescued him. 
Jocasta, pretty strong, pretty strong theory. So she would be, you know, the one who kept all the Jedi records. Okay. Um, li- essentially the librarian, but also a former member of the council. Okay, that makes sense. Knows the location of every Jedi in the galaxy. Yeah. I think, though, the, the most provocative thing about who rescued him is, is Mace Windu, right? Oh. I mean... Because both George Lucas and Samuel L. have said Mace Windu's not dead. I was going to say, if we're saying Mace Windu's not dead, then I mean, that would Mace be Windu pretty knowing cool. who was the most powerful youngling. And given um, how much, it's like you said, like Favreau's kind of making this one universe, bringing things back in, especially particularly like... I think right. what they're doing is they're bringing in a lot of fan favorites that in the past had oh, been more side characters. For sure. And bringing them back in. Like, it would totally make sense. Like, people love Mace Windu, so why not? Um, Yaddle, I hope to goodness mm, I not. I kind of would ra- I'd much rather it be Mace Windu. Right. Um, much the, rather. The other member of the Jedi Council who replaced Yaddle, who was also the same race as Ahsoka, whose name I can't remember right now, is one cool. theory. Um, I'd rather it be I think it'll be someone we recognize just based on the way the show has gone I think it will be someone known I think so too it also I mean it could have been Yoda himself well I thought about that I, I say I haven't I don't mean this I thought about that it being Yoda or someone like we really really know as far as when he communed on the stone with someone I toyed with like it also could have been could, o- Obi-Wan could he commune with like a potentially okay so now this is an interesting this is an interesting theory actually that you that you bring up so but let me let me finish the who got him first yeah i think maybe one of the most logical theories is that it was obi-wan it would make and that that is the first episode of the (gasps) obi-wan series oh that would be really cool so i think that's a that's a very strong Something that Obi-Wan definitely would have had the time to do between heading off to fight mm-hmm. Vader. Well, and he would know Ahsoka. Like, right. And okay. that would be a cool way to tie all that in. Now, going back to your other, the other conversation of who was Baby Yoda talking to? Who was he yeah. communing with in the Force? Who in the world knows? Yeah, for real. Like, it could have been someone who is a Force ghost. Yeah, I think that could be interesting. So it could have been Yoda. Mm-hmm. It could have been someone also who was a Force ghost, someone like Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Especially if he knew... That would make sense but I, from the like perspective of if he was trained by Obi... Or if Obi-Wan had saved him. Someone that like he had that connection sort of with. But I feel like the logical choice that is... Most likely, seeing how much of the animated series we're bringing into the live-action universe, mm-hmm. I think Ezra is clearly the choice. I don't think I've gotten. I haven't finished Clone Wars. No, this is so. Star Wars Rebels. He's the main. He's oh, the main protagonist of Star Wars Rebels. Oh, well, then I haven't seen. I that. think he's clearly the choice. You think it's gonna be a- yes. okay? Okay. I think Ezra Bridger is clearly the choice. That'd be cool bringing someone. I still wonder, like. Could we do a Sith thing? Could it be like Okay, a now that's an interesting thing. thing is will um Cuz they said it was like a beacon. Moff Gideon 
also realize that because we just saw Baby Yoda kill those two stormtroopers. Well, that's my thing is I'm like, you know, he's not really super Jedi. Will he or is Baby Yoda is Grogu what we've all been waiting for? And is Grogu the gray, the gray Jedi? I would that would be cool because like he obvious. Well, he's a child. Any child gives into their emotions. And that's right. sort of the thing is like he's not really good or bad. He's just a little kid. He was throwing a temper tantrum. Right. Um. So. It would be interesting if Moff Gideon realized that he could train him in the ways of the dark side. I mean, and it might be something he was realizing as he kind of watched. It could have been. Um, we obviously, right now, just think that Moff Gideon wants to extract his midichlorians Blah, yeah, and like kill the that. child. That made me very upset when I saw... Why does Moff upset. Gideon want to extract the midichlorians? I mean, so I assume- that he can wield the force I or so he, that he can create a clone. I'm wondering if it's either him trying to, you know, make more powerful people or they're obviously building the, the dark, dark troopers. Did I get, did I remember that right? The dark troopers, the, the, the fancy troopers. Mm-hmm. But th- those were bots. I know. But like, what if you could make, I mean, I don't know, some sort of even above that. Yeah. Version. Like with the Praetorian the guard that Snoke had. Yeah, or like like with all of the clones that we've got, what if they were all force sensitive? Or are we just building Snoke? Or that. Or like that. is Moff Gideon's whole thing we're actually finally gonna retcon Snoke and make it, Snoke make sense. Make it a thing. I don't know. I mean, Certainly, they are going to record one scene with Moff Gideon talking to Palpatine. That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's got to be thinking. I'm wondering, remember, okay, I know you didn't like this movie, but you remember Solo? And how at the end we find out that, you know, Darth Maul's still alive? Right. Again, I have not been watching the cartoons, so maybe they did something with him. But I feel like we brought back this huge major character and they've never done anything with him. So, like... Maul plays huge into Mandalorian culture, by the way. So, like, wouldn't it make sense to bring him back in some way? Yes. That's my. That's so uh, that's. I just Grogu feel like Grogu could have been communing with Darth Maul. That that's honestly what I was wondering is like if he could reach out and he could connect to anyone through the Force, it could have been Darth Maul. And how do we know Darth Maul might not be coming? I just. I that, and that might just be me. Like I think Darth Maul's a cool character. We literally brought him back to life, and then we're just like. And we're never going to talk about it again. Yeah. Ah. He does. Anyway, there's there's things that happen on the Clone Wars that I don't want to say if you haven't watched the Clone Wars, but oh, okay. let's just let it go for now. Anyway, so this is the kind of thing that we need in our lives, Vocal Fam. We just need yeah. goofy conversations about Star Wars that make us feel better about life. Yeah. And life being okay. Speaking of life being okay, so can we go back a week on Star Trek and talk about going to Navarre? Oof. That was a big Oof. episode. Okay. This that was, was a, intense. That was an episode uh, two weeks ago on Star Trek Discovery, and I won't say anything about this week's episode. Two weeks ago on Star Trek Discovery, when they were trying to realize whatever, trying to get the data on SB-19. Yeah. Um, they're still trying to figure out the burn. Can we just, like, say, like, they, so they go to Navarre, which is actually Vulcan, 
but it's the renamed Vulcan. Yeah, they've renamed it. And can I just talk about the feels that I had watching from the records of Jean-Luc Picard, I know. Ambassador Spock, talking about reunification. And I even said to Mandy, I was like, the name of this episode is Unification 3. This is the third part of reunification from Star Trek The Next Generation. And then sure enough, I was right. And we actually now have Vulcans and Romulans so now we know what happens to Romulans after Picard. Well, even after Picard. That's what, yes. I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my gosh, because even in Picard, they're really not... They're a mess. They're a mess. And so does he, And I'm, that's not saying they're perfect now. Like, obviously there are issues, but they're reunified. They're their own planet. Yeah. So I, I agree. I was like, oh my gosh. And they play Spy, and it's from Jean-Luc Picard. I loved it. It gave me feels on it the was, inside. It was definitely the big time feels I feel like... Star like, Trek fans. I felt like Discovery in the last few episodes has like really picked up. Because like, <laughs> at first, I'll be honest, I thought it, it got slow. off to a slow start. Slow. Okay, first I'm three glad episodes I'm not, were slow. I, I'm glad that was like to the point that Jamie and I were like, oh, like I like it, but it's just kind of been. Eh. But it is picked up, and I am like ready now. I am on board. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm in the same place. Yeah, that's right. That was well. They they literally rebooted the show. Essentially, yes. I mean, they essentially used the Which same they character. Had they had to. to, yeah. They had to. Um, holy representation, Batman. Oh my gosh. Have yeah. you even picked up on the fact that there is not a cis-hetero male in the cast? I'm thinking through that now, I'm like... No, cis-hetero white male, Caucasian Oh, okay, male. I was going to say, I was like, I cis-hetero mean, Caucasian looks male. pretty like... No, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. I left out a qualifier. The white... And because I was also going to be like, I mean, we don't know what Saru is, do we? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but he's not white, is he? Because he's no, an alien. <laughs> right, no, cis-hetero Caucasian male. I'm not complaining about va- it. No, no, I think it's, like, amazing. And I mean, I think I've been vaguely aware of it because I had occasionally been like, wow, this is like such a great show, like as far as representing really everybody, oh every gosh. facet Holy of cow. human life and non-humans too. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> Got to represent our alien friends. Right. Um, but no, I had not considered the fact that there is not, there's not. It's awesome. That's crazy. I mean... That's of course now my brain's like I'm gonna think of someone I don't know who. No, but it's it's I mean I guess but I mean in the main cast I mean the yeah yeah I mean the, maybe not, you maybe could point to like that new guy whose name I haven't learned yet maybe Which him new guy? does he the, I think you're saying the admiral the guy the Federation guy yeah the admiral in charge yeah uh, okay does he give off super evil vibes or is it just me oh, I mean super evil vibes like the hair and the facial hair super. all of super evil the way it's like. Not I'm only just like, that, y'all aren't even being subtle with this Isn't the dude. most intriguing figure of the whole season so far the guy who was interrogating Giorgio still? Yes! Well, because he's a big actor, right? Like, I recognized mm-hmm. him. Oh, yeah. I recognized. I was like, there's no way they're just using him in this one episode. No. And it's crazy because, you know, she obviously felt like she had the upper hand in that. And, like, now she is... She did not. She did not have the upper hand. And I think he wanted her to feel like so, she... When which one of them is section thirty one? That's what I want to know. Well, is I'm the wondering Admiral that. Section thirty one. Well, or I'm wondering like, 
what did he do to Giorgio? Like, because I I get that she, it might just be trauma, flashbacks, things like that. But it feels to me like he did something. No, to he her. did, and I can tell you this is not a spoiler for the episode. You need to watch still, but okay. the next episode, which I don't really know anything about other than the upcoming scenes, is a Giorgio episode. Okay, that makes sense because I'm like something obviously happened and yeah. was either done to her next, and her, she didn't know yep. it. Next, no, she knows it. Next, there's okay. there's some Giorgio in this week's episode. A little bit, but then next week seems to be a Giorgio-centric episode. Which it, which is fine with me because I love her character. Oh my gosh, Michelle Yao. Even just amazing. Holy cow. I forgot she was a Bond girl. Can I just say that for a second? I wouldn't have known. Totally forgot. That was so long cool. ago. Like, totally forgot. I've only ever seen the Daniel Craig James Bond Oh, movies, no, no. This so. was totally Pierce Brosnan. I think... Oh, Jamie just glared at me. He did not. He was not happy about that. Totally Pierce Brosnan. I guess I know it. I'll probably have to watch this week. <laughs> um, I think it was like her Hollywood breakthrough was was being a Bond girl. Um, Let's find out. Uh, I at least I I unless she was. I think that's the first thing in Hollywood. Possibly. Maybe not. Is she in Crouching Tiger? Yes. How did that's was like that, the first thing that, that came up? First, Crouching Tiger, was that Hidden Dragon. Bond? 2000, no, after. Bond after. 007, something tomorrow, something 1997. Set, that seems right. 97. That seems right. That seems. That seems yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything she was in before that was Hollywood. Like, she right. definitely has been oh, in yeah, for things. Oh, sh- for sure. For sure. For sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely has been in a lot of movies. They just. But I think the thing we were names. all sort of in a U.S. audience, we were introduced her her it was was bond i think definitely because everything um, else which, what was that tomorrow never dies i think so it had the word tomorrow yeah tomorrow it. never dies yeah yeah is that pierce brosnan yes cool Wait, yeah yeah jamie just got really excited because he was he just realized that's where he knew her from jamie approves jamie, jamie does approves. jamie does not have face blindness does not ha- oh <laughs> He has color blindness. I, literally, me too. that's right. I forgot. That literally, we that. Oh, oh, what yes. was it we were trying to do recently? That he was like, Sarah, I, I just don't know. Yep. I, could, I think I was trying to pick out fabric for a chair, and oh, he's like, mm, these all look the same. The Thank same. you, though. Yeah, that's right. Um, so good times. Anyway, good times. So we're looking forward. We're gonna do a little bit more um, Mandalorian and. Um, oh yeah. And it's Discovery coming. in two weeks. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Sarah, you will not be with us next weekend, right? Alas, I will not. Next I will weekend, be recitaling it up. Next weekend, we'll have Wendy and Marcy. Wendy, I'm super mad that I won't be there next week. But uh, of the, of course, the two wonderful authors of the Vocal Athlete uh, Plural Publishing Author Showcase for December, and then we'll have a couple more to do in the spring um, in yes. this Plural Publishing year. Um, thanks to Plural for sponsoring the Vocal Fry Podcast. Uh, but we, we look forward to having them on a week from today, uh, which I guess I'll be doing myself. And um, Sarah's... Yeah, Sally Cat, Sally Kay join. Sa- oh, yeah, I could, actually, because we're going to probably use that book for, for Ped in the spring. Yeah. Um, so, actually, I could I could ask her if she wants to hop on. Yeah, I bet she would. Lo- she I mean, depends. I, I forget what time I scheduled with them, so it would depend on her work schedule. Um, I'm not really sure what her work schedule is so anyway you have your holiday christmas program we're doing a bunch of mini christmas just because 
social, social distancing. distancing. Yeah. So it's very mini, yeah. very minimal Christmas recitals, which means also that there are several, <laughs> a lot right. of them. Right. Um, and I get to be it. All of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm glad because I know they've lost so many things. Yeah. And we are doing some like live streamed in and stuff like that. So um, I, I, they've lost so many things. There's so many things they haven't gotten to do this year. So to have the opportunity to show a little something and to still be able to like, I, I'm so glad we're able to live stream and things like oh, that. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, good. yeah. We're, do, we're doing all of that. So, you know, grandparents will still be able to watch assuming yeah, they yeah, yeah, can yeah. use the YouTube. But yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be crazy weekend but it'll be good i'm excited for them i know all of the kids and parents seem to be excited too awesome so that's where i'll be <laughs> awesome awesome well i know there's some christmas cookie baking going on in my house oh uh, i'm some, jealous some cut out cookies i think is what they're called i love christmas uh, some cookies. Ginger- I, love I think cookies. there's a there's a small batch of gingerbread and a small batch of like regular just jealous. sugar cookies jealous, going jealous. on this afternoon um love the christmas cookies and i think we're gonna do a little fire this evening and uh and have a saturday night i'm gonna make some beef stew that sounds delightful beef little beef stew i'm gonna finish decorating my christmas something that everyone should know how to make in my opinion uh is a quality beef stew um unless you're a vegetarian and then you should just know how to make stew (laughs) i can make chicken and dumplings they're very good well that's a different dish but, yeah. but great it's, it's definitely soup season we have entered soup season in case I anyone's like wondering yeah. uh, we are in we are now in chili curry beef stew chicken soup mm-hmm. um, that's true season so um, get your favorite soup recipes out put on a Christmas sweater bake some Christmas cookies and gather around with your home biome and um, <laughs> and uh, sing a Christmas carol around the Christmas tree um, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, uh, put a what? random tree in your house and sing a song, <laughs> sing a song around. Go it. out in your yard and find a tree. Options. There, there are options. Uh, you know, maybe you're getting ready for Hanukkah or you're getting ready for whatever else you celebrate. This maybe Festivus is your holiday. Festivus for the rest of us. Um, ha, ha, and uh, ha, Festivus that, for the rest of us. That, that's the joke from Seinfeld. Don't watch Seinfeld. That's a, that's a real thing. George's dad celebrated Festivus. You had the feats of strength. Well, uh, I know that Festivus is a thing. I was, I was just laughing at the rhyme. No, that's what he said on the show. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us! Wow. It was uh, Jerry Stiller. Great, great comedic actor. Ben Stiller's dad was that role. Um, absolutely uh, fantastic. I know, I mean, I know what <laughs> Seinfeld is. And then, I just don't and watch it. And then they're it. all sitting around and he goes, and it's now, they're having dinner, and it is now time for the airing of grievances. Where <laughs> I will tell you the problems I have with all of you people. Amazing. Starting with you. Amazing. I'm pretty sure my family's <laughs> Christmas traditions include that. We just, you know, don't have a name for it. It's just, <laughs> it's just Christmas dinner. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, get your anyway. New ears together and sing a sing a song around a tree. Find yourself a good tree. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, have some holiday spirits and a cookie and sing around a tree. Yeah, everybody likes cookies. All right, I love cookies. All right, all right. <laughs> we've we've dawdled on a long time. That's it for us. Okay, it's been real. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>